happy and incredibly happy Wednesday. My name is Danny. And I'm Olivia. <laughs> We're the co-hosts of Tay Learning. And yeah, we are. <laughs> so if you can't tell, we're very excited because what's tomorrow? What is this coming out? Wednesday? So it's not tomorrow. Tomorrow it's night. Tomorrow night. night. Oh, yeah. No, no. Olivia's at 11 p.m. Central Time. At 11 p.m. Central Time. Speak now. Taylor's version is dropping, and we are jazz. And we're not just jazz because of that. No, 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 friends. It doesn't stop there. We are the luckiest ducks in the world, and this entire week is a vibe. In fact, by the time this comes out, this week will have already begun, and the vibes will have already been rolling. So I'm excited. We're also excited because we've got a little bit of news to drop. And that news is that Olivia and I were notified just a few days ago that we have hit number 15 on the U.S. charts for music-based Spotify podcasts. I cannot believe that. That's wild. What on earth, you guys? Stop. Stop. This is so cool. Thank you all for listening and giving us so much love. And we like, we so appreciate it because I don't know if you guys have caught on or not. We're an amateur podcast. This is not our job. This is just a little side thing that we do because it's fun. We have no professional equipment. We're just out here. (laughs) Yeah. Like I wish you guys could see, and sometimes I do post it on our Instagram story, but we've got our little rinky-dink headsets. I record this on my MacBook from like eight years ago yeah, that I used in college. Yeah, the only thing my MacBook can do. It can't, like, it can't handle much else. <laughs> right? Like, it handles me editing it and pressing publish <laughs> beyond this and, like, that's it. Like, we are just so unbelievably grateful that you all want to spend time listening to us each week and one of our podcast reviews on apple says it's like hanging out with your friends and drinking wine but the only topic is taylor swift that's like heaven that's kind of the whole point and we're so glad to be doing this with all of you and honestly we're in for quite the episode here because we're gonna get a little bit braggadocious here because if yeah if this comes out on time, and I'm banking that it's going to, <laughs> we are having a really good week. <laughs> so Kansas City Week is our Taylor Swift week, right? Like, you know, we've gone to other shows, and they've been fabulous, and we had such a great time, but those were like Taylor Swift weekends for us, you know? This is a Taylor Swift week. We're celebrating all week long, and... I can't wait. I'm so excited. Literally, like, I have trouble going to sleep. It's like Christmas every single night. I'm just always kicking yes. my feet. <laughs> yeah, and um, we're, we're recording this on Saturday, the 1st, July 1st. Happy July. It's my birth month. Oh, hey. I have to pay rent. But it is your birth Ew. month. It is my birth month. Pay your rent. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm flying out tomorrow morning at, like, 6 a.m., so I'm, like, super, like, I haven't packed yet or anything. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But by the time you're listening to this, we're in the middle and we're having fun. So <laughs> so while we're so excited about this Kansas City week, like literally, I don't need caffeine. I'm drinking it for funsies at this point because I'm shaking. We, <laughs> be sure to invite all of our Kansas City, Kansas Switty, Kansas City Kansas Swifties, Swifty <laughs> baby. We want to invite all of you to some of the stuff that we're doing. So stick around all the way to the end, especially if you have any interest in going to the Kansas City based stuff, or you're going to be in town for the show and you just want to know the tea or want to hang out with us. Whatever, it's fine if you don't. Um, or know when to hop on our live streams on TikTok because we will be going live a lot for those of you who don't live in Kansas City who want to hang out with us. Oh yeah, we're gonna loop y'all in. But first, before we do that, we're going to talk a few things about Speak Now Taylor's version because we haven't really had the opportunity to break that down yet. So because we've done a Speak Now draft and we will do a Let's Talk Speak Now at some point like we've done with Red and Fearless, we're not Mm going to do a full breakdown of the album. We're going to talk about the song that we're most interested in hearing the Taylor's version of, which might not even be our favorite song from the album. You know, y'all don't know. We're going to talk about the news surrounding Speak Now, any news surrounding Speak Now, and we're going to talk about what we predict each surprise song is going to sound like. Yeah, the ones we're most intrigued by. Yeah, I'm literally... (laughs) I love listening back to us talking 
about this. I was listening to our Tipsy Swifty episode, which for those of you who haven't listened to it, yeah, Danny and I get plastered through it. But like, that's not the point. The point is we were predicting what each Midnight's track would be like before we knew what they were like. And I was listening to it recently and we were just so off the mark for several of them. I I said during Snow on the Beach, I was like, I bet you Lana Del Rey will get her own verse (laughs) because Taylor would do that. Damn. It is funny listening back to our episodes before things happen, whether it's album releases or pop culture news. I haven't gone back to listen yet, but one of our listeners, and hopefully you're listening right now, commented on our The End of Taylor and Joe episode. Um, Oh, maybe not even that one. It was our first impressions after the Eras tour and commented and said, have you listened to this since Taylor and Joe broke up? You guys are Easter egging their breakup a lot in this. And I'm like, well, I didn't know shit. So what do you mean? It's just so goofy because I don't. It's just fun, right? Like it's fun. It was fun to do at the time, and it's still fun to listen back to, knowing what we know now. So I can't wait to like loop back after we've heard all the vault tracks and listen to this discussion that we're about to have. Oh, me too. <laughs> but also, I'm like embarrassed because when I do go back and listen to Tipsy Swifties, I'm like how did I get that so wrong? <laughs> what was your, I just want to stay in that lavender haze. No. Yeah, it was like, I just want to stay in that lavender haze. Like, we don't have anything to go off of. <laughs> I, yeah, nothing else to go off of. And I remember you telling me, you know, what's interesting is you weren't really that far off. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> oh, no, it was, this love is a lavender haze. But That was it. I mean, we're not Taylor Swift. We can't make a Taylor Swift song in our brain. We try our best to figure out what it's going to sound like. And we're inevitably super. We're we're always going to be wrong, but it's fine. (laughs) Okay, so out the gate, I'm going to surprise you. The song I am most looking forward to hearing on Taylor's version is Better Than a Wrench. She should keep in mind, she should keep in mind There is nothing I do better than revenge I knew it. Oh, I didn't surprise you at all. Damn. You didn't surprise me. You may be surprising other listeners, but I know you. Yeah, we're playing that song first. That's how we're doing the lineup when we do our listening party is it's better than revenge and then the vault tracks. And we're starting at the beginning and going through. And the reason for this from my end is I want to make sure that she is keeping with the original lyrics of uh, she's better known for the things that she does in the mattress. And I think she's going to because it would negate the whole Taylor's version part of it if she doesn't. But the real reason I'm most excited is because for some reason, there are three additional seconds on the length of the song. I don't know if you saw that the uh, track lengths were released yesterday on Apple. And there's three more seconds. Does and I'm like, disclaimer? what? Huh? Does it have like a disclaimer? No, it doesn't. It's just three additional seconds. And almost every song on the album has either added seconds or reduced seconds. Only like two or three have the same amount of time. And I'm like, that's probably just like a production thing. Like there's probably nothing added on or anything. But hear me out. The beginning of Better Than Revenge on the Speak Now tour, it has her doing, you know, the um, now go stand in the corner and think about what you did. But before that, it's, hey, leave a message, make it hot. Beep. Now go stand in the corner and think about what you did. And guess what's exactly three seconds long? Hey, leave a message. Make it hot. Uh, There's no way, but how fun would that be? That'd be so fun. Because it, it also like takes that song that she meant with her whole chest when she wrote it and originally recorded it. And it makes it more sleek, goofy, fun, which I think she would want to do for that song because it's misogynistic, right? Like... I feel like that's a subtle enough change that it would still feel true to the original and we would still listen to it for those of us better than Revenge stands, but it changes it enough that it doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah, I would really like for that to be added, I think. And because it would be at the beginning, it wouldn't really be changing the chord of the song. So people who are better than Revenge stands or really don't want it to change wouldn't be offended, hypothetically. Yeah. So that's the song I most interested in hearing it's not my favorite on the album we know this but if i had to pick a runner-up for the one i'm most interested in hearing it's actually haunted that would be because 
I don't know if you watched the summer I turned pretty trailer in full. I'm sure you did. I'm sure a lot of our listeners did. And back to December comes in. And I know that that's like the really big orchestral version for the trailer. The strings are gorgeous. Even the strings that are underlying that are part of the actual song. And obviously Haunted is this naturally orchestral arrangement Mm -hmm. with lots of strings. I'm excited to hear the production quality 13 years later of those strings. I'm nervous for Haunted. Um, I'm nervous because I feel like she dumped her soul into her vocals for the original. And I'm wildly anxious. Like, I'm so anxious that it's not going to hit for me. I'm so scared, but that's, you know, for those of you who are new here, Haunted is like my number one Taylor Swift song. Uh, I was at Detroit night one and sobbed, sobbed <laughs> like a baby. I'm just nervous for, I mean, she performed at great live, so it has to be, has to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be fine. I'm just, I'm so nervous for it. No, I hear like, that. Like when yeah. New Romantics is recorded, I bet you'll be nervous too. I'm already nervous. I have yeah. actually given thought to this of what if that song doesn't, awaken the thing in me that it did the first time I heard it yeah because like it it points out things I feel like the Taylor's version points out small things in the OGs that were really important to me that I didn't realize were important to me until I didn't have them anymore like the way I loved you I prefer the OG to the Taylor's version I listen to Taylor's version exclusively if I'm streaming right but like I prefer the angsty like heartbroken teenager sound of the way I loved you because it sounds so much more raw and emotional and that song like thrives on the raw and emotional she does an amazing job on taylor's version i'm just so scared for haunted i hear you i think that for me songs where i felt like i vastly preferred the original in the grand most part there are still actually songs where i prefer the original because of that youthful feel but after i listened to the taylor's version enough my brain just convinces me that that is correct right with a couple of exceptions, like we're never, ever getting back together. She sounds so tired of singing and I can hear that on the Taylor's version. She's like, yeah. Wee! like she doesn't want to be like that. <laughs> and 22 hits more coming from someone who's actually 22 and you can tell in the mm-hmm. vocals. But I think overall it's probably going to hit. I think she's taking the feedback that she heard from Red. I hope so. And applying it here because the biggest feedback that I saw online that was negative was she was fixing imperfections that did not need to be fixed. Like when I think back to some songs on Fearless that I saw a comparison of uh, You're Not Sorry the other day and it was of the original Alexa Taylor's version. And I totally forgot that You're Not Sorry TV existed, not literally, but hearing them side by side, I'm like, oh my God, the Taylor's version wipes clean the original. But... 22 we are never everything back together those are examples of songs where the og just because of that passion and emotion are going to win and she got that criticism quite a bit of the emotion was taken out of it in favor of skill so i'm hoping now she's found the balance yeah. between her current skill level and the emotion you know i know we're getting on a tangent but like i just can't i can't stop i'm nervous for 1989 tv because she does so many voice cracks in that album and I live for her voice cracks they're my favorite points of several of her songs I'm nervous for that too (laughs) yeah I'm hopeful that because her vocals have improved so much her voice isn't going to crack as much so I don't want her to hurt herself by trying to make those voice cracks but that's Mm -hmm. what makes that album so emotional in so many ways exactly and kind of piggybacking off of this to get us back from this tangent with the raw emotion, I'm nervous for the shaky breath in Last Kiss. I think that song's probably the one I'm the most anxious for. The song itself will be beautiful with her mature vocals. I'm nervous for that shaky breath. And I'm nervous if she tries to force it. Like, she's not going to be making herself cry in the studio. She's not crying in the studio for real over this song anymore, you know? Unless she's applying it to modern day Joe. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> I just that shaky breath is just like does something to me and I'm fully prepared for that to be an OG flare an OG sparkle beautiful day something reminds you you wish she's on the internet she knows that shaky breath means a lot to us so I'm just interested to see how she handles that too so that's probably my biggest anticipation is last guess Mm-hmm. I think something I've said this in the podcast before, but I don't remember when or what the context was, but 
something that I appreciate about having Taylor's versions and the OGs is that when I'm listening to like the way I loved you OG, for example, I hear a fiery, angry teenager who thinks that love is red before she knew to describe it like that. And I was like, that's how love should be is I'm always on my toes and it's passionate and yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And hearing the way I loved you from someone who's in their thirties has an inverse reaction to me of like, man, I miss those days. That's the way I loved you. Yeah. Like it's retrospective and it's very interesting to hear like original all too well, which is just bathed in passion and angst. And then all too well now feels very would have, could have, should have in like looking back on it and being like, that's how I felt then. And I'm looking at it, looking at it through this hindsight lens that has this just elevated level of maturity and introspection. And you know what? I know we're so scared about changes. However, the OGs aren't gone forever. Like, just don't stream them, right? I own physical copies of every single one of Taylor's albums. I can pop in Fearless OG on my record player and play the way I loved you when I need to feel something. So they're not going away forever. And the ultimate goal of the Taylor's versions is to devalue the originals so that the only person they're valuable to is Taylor so she can repurchase them one day and they'll all be hers one day. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to be gone forever. It's going to be okay. She's going to buy them back because myself. they've yeah. already significantly decreased in value. And yeah. every time she releases a Taylor's version, same thing happens. It drops in value. So mm-hmm. frankly, like I don't get viscerally angry when people stream OGs. That might be that might be an unpopular opinion, but streams, for better or worse, are such a small drop in a very large bucket of money. Most of streaming money does yeah. not go to the owner or the artist or whatever. And she still makes money off of OG streams, by the way. She has to. She is the artist. She's just not the owner of the masters. Yep. So if someone's like, man, and I need Scooter that. does still make pennies on her, her OGs. Yeah. That was part of the deal. Mm-hmm. But, like, if someone's like, man, I need that shaky breath, for example, and it's not in Taylor's version of Last Kiss, I don't get angry if someone's like, I got to go listen to the OG. I'm like, man, these are people who are all wealthier than you and I combined times 10, times 100. Yeah. So that's monetary politics that I don't particularly give a shit about. I listen to Taylor's version to support Taylor, but if I am desperately craving an OG, I don't think that Taylor would be like, you're a bad fan if I go have one single stream of the way I loved you, OG. Yeah, never once throughout this journey did she require of us to listen to her version only. So I think she's very understanding that she can't capture her teenage flair in the way I loved you or forever and always like she just can't because she doesn't she isn't feeling those raw feelings right now you know and I think the fandom has a bad tendency to be ready to jump down other people's throats in defense of Taylor when she doesn't need that defense yes it's ideal to stream Taylor's version to support Taylor and like maybe if the vast majority of people were only streaming her originals because they were quote so much better that would maybe be an issue in and of itself but listening to an og song once in a while because you need it not a big deal truly you're right that she never said you must listen to only mine she said when you see taylor's version that's your way of knowing that i own it which is amazing and that's what we want to support but at the end of the day it is drops in the bucket and she did her best to capture that original magic and overall she is smashing it yep Taylor would not be like, you're not my fan anymore if you're streaming the OGs. Again, I don't really stream the OGs anymore because Fearless OG doesn't really do a whole lot for me, frankly, and especially in comparison. And Red, the songs that really hit different for me on the OG are ones that have been overplayed anyway because of Taylor Swift single syndrome. Yeah, I also listen to Taylor's version exclusively. I'm one of the people that I don't listen to non-Taylor's versions unless shuffle play forces it and I don't catch it in time like the 1989 Taylor's versions like it takes me like halfway through the song to be like wait wait whoa whoa this is not Taylor's version and then I have to like skip it but I've already like done the stream right and I'll listen to like the OG vinyls as like a little treat sometimes 
Yeah, I don't really listen to the OGs. Although the other day, coming with the rain, OG came on, and I don't know why. I don't have it in my saved songs. Yeah, I only have yeah. Taylor's version saved in my saved songs. And OG came on, and I was like, "Whoa!" It was so weird because that was one of my favorites when I was younger, and it's just my body reacts differently when I hear the exact song from when I was younger. And I'm like, I have to finish this stream. Okay. Cause this is doing something real weird to me. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about a lot of the fearless tracks. <laughs> <laughs> what vault song from speak now Taylor's version are you most anticipating? Just okay. by title alone. Here's the thing. Usually when I think about like, that's going to sound so weird. Uh, titles, I have always historically been wrong on guessing what I think my favorite song is going to be. And then I'm wrong yeah. because... But this is fun. No, no, no. I, but like just on title alone, I'm really intrigued by Castles Crumbling. However, the title that interests me the least is Timeless, which means that one's probably going to be my favorite. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm also intrigued by Castles Crumbling, but I'm really intrigued by Electric Touch, primarily because my brain jumps to Electric Feel. And I'm like, what on earth is that going to be Ooh, with Paul <laughs> <laughs> And the one I'm probably the least interested in is I Can See You. I don't know. But these are lengthy tracks mm -hmm. there's three of them over five minutes long mm -hmm. she that girl said speak now <laughs> yes she did yeah and I guess that's something I didn't notice about like the track list like a new dear John was abnormally long for a song right it's almost seven minutes long which is crazy but enchanted is almost six minutes long and Long Live is over five minutes long. Last Kiss is six minutes long. Yeah, the Innocent over, is five minutes long. The overarching, like, theme of Speak Now is quite literally, don't shut up. Like, they just literally, keep going. I love it. I appreciate it. I, I like never want songs. <laughs> me too. I never want her to stop singing. I never want to yeah. stop hearing the story. But that girl really, truly said Speak Now. We just need to take a quick second, though, to acknowledge that there's no Let's Go battle on this. <laughs> love that song somebody said that girl is gonna drop it on the target exclusive final <laughs> <laughs> you know what i i think there's no way she's including all the songs she's ever written on the vault tracks which is a bummer and i hope that like she'll release from the vault albums or something like that from the vault of the vault the vault from the inside vault, the, from the vault, vault. <laughs> <laughs> the sub vault so let's just go through real quick and talk about what we think each song is going to be about. Our total okay. guesses, just like we did with Midnight's, okay. and let's start with Electric Touch with Fall Out Boy. To me, this- I'm getting electric feel vibes. This is so funny. <laughs> to me, I'm, I'm feeling like it's going to be like a, like, give me your electric touch. Like when, you, like, it's gotta be that. It's gotta be it's romantic. It's gonna be like, like a sensual romantic thing. Yeah. Has to be. But like Fall Out Boy version of sensual romantic. It's be so interesting. Is she going to take on like a Fallout Boy sound or is it just a feature that they're jumping on? She'll, she'll have to like take their sound a little bit. She normally does that. I mean, yeah, she has a habit of like taking on in part the inspiration of the person that she's uh, singing with to influence the actual song itself. Like Snow on the Beach is very Lana coded. Even the Bleachers yeah. version of Antihero, that's a Bleachers song. There's also, I had to look it up real quick because I was certain. I keep hearing this song in my head. I'm like, give me your electric touch. And I'm like, am I making this up? Did I have a dream? Did Taylor Swift speak to me? No, it's a song by a band called Arizona. So give me your the clip so they'll get an idea of it and it's i love that song i love that song and i'm really sad because i have two songs called electric touch and i'm not sad about having two songs of the same name i'm sad because i won't be able to conceptualize the song electric touch yeah until i hear it because all i hear is the arizona song <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny i think when emma falls in love is literally just going to be the tale of someone named emma falling in love it gives me begin again vibes from the title alone. On Wednesday in a cafe, I watched it begin again. Yeah. That's what I'm like putting on it. It's like 
begin again like like light romantic is what my brain wants to say it's a good time to be <laughs> named emma <laughs> seriously what if it's like this really romantic beautiful song about this girl named emma falling in love and your name's emma and then you walk down the aisle at your wedding to it oh my god uh, yeah i hope it's not one of those devastating ending type when Emma falls in love and it's this beautiful story of her falling in love and then at the end it's like and then he died like <laughs> crazy I'd be so out of pocket such a country song I don't know why he's saying that like locked it down <laughs> then he died <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna give Mary's song X begin again take me back to the house in the backyard trees and you beat me up you were bigger than I can see you kind of creepy and because it's kind of creepy it makes me think that this is going to be about her having a crush on somebody and like not stalking them but like watching them keeping their eye on them like I can I can see you growing or I can see you in my dreams I can see you like I imagine it being this weird like having the you know the teenage crush and I can see you everywhere I can see you, whatever, blah, blah. Well, it's funny that you say that because I got a different vibe, a different headcanon. Tell me. And it's like when, you know, if this were to be romantic, you know, her, her partner, it's the moment like their walls come down and she can like see them for who they are. I feel like it's going to be a lighter instrumental. It's probably going to be like a slower song. I'm going to eat my fucking words. I hate doing this. And <laughs> Same. It makes me feel sick. I get so anxious. <laughs> But the immediate song that pops in my head when I see I Can See You is a slower song and like the instrumental cuts out and she does a beautiful like I Can See You like vocal and it's about like finally getting emotionally intimately close with somebody when you can see all of them or something like that. That's or it could go a route of like Forever Winter. <laughs> romantic yeah the title doesn't ever tell me anything okay castles crumbling i have this deeply rooted theory olivia that castles crumbling is going to be the song that revives our remaining relevant series yeah i saw that on tiktok too what'd you see on tiktok that someone said that it's gonna be like nothing new i didn't see that yeah I was just thinking Castle's Crumbling because I was like, she chose to feature Haley Williams, another woman in the industry, and after Nothing New had Phoebe Bridgers on it, I guess. So I guess in my head, I was comparing them a little bit. I saw somebody say that it was going to be like Nothing New. I didn't see that. But I just kind of thought it would be reviving that series because Castle's Crumbling, to me, it could give a relationship failing, but I don't think that would happen with Haley Williams on it. I think that it's more likely that it's going to be a... Some song, maybe not even a ballad, I don't know, some song about failures in the music industry or how the music industry fails women, essentially, and about how her castle is already on its way to crumbling because she's already hit the mountaintop at this point. Fearless had one album of the yeah. year. Where do you go from there? And she's used the metaphor of castles crumbling before. And call it what you want, she says, my castle crumbled overnight. I brought a knife to a gunfight. My castle crumbled overnight. I brought a knife to a gunfight. And that was a metaphor for her career. And another note, though, since Fearless Era was like the fairy tale one, even though there's Enchanted and stuff on this album, what if Castle's Crumbling is a song about her, like, growing up and getting out of that fairy tale era because Castle's Crumbling? Be interesting. Or like a follow up to Long Live. Like, Long Live is another fairy tale esque thing about, like, the peak of her career, right? Something that I noticed as a big old Paramore stan, and this features Haley Williams. In 2009, Brick by Boring Brick came out by Paramore, to which she sings about, go get your shovel and we'll dig a deep hole to bury the castle. Bury the castle. And then she's featured on Castle Crumbling on an album that originally came out in 2010. Nice. Good call. I didn't think about that. Foolish One doesn't intrigue me a whole lot, 
I don't know why. I don't know if she's referring to herself as a foolish one, which seems most likely for this era of Taylor. But frankly, I don't really have any guesses about what this one could be about. Maybe you made me into a foolish one or something, but that's about the best I got. I feel like now that we've talked about it, I can see you. I'm more intrigued. So maybe this one is the one I'm least intrigued by. <laughs> I just don't know what she's going to do with it. She's going to surprise us no matter what. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to guess because I know that I will be just so egregiously off. Timeless is the last track. And I don't know what the song is going to be about. But again, I am literally guessing that it's going to be my favorite based on the title alone because the title doesn't do much for me. I don't know how she could end an album on something that's like this love is timeless or whatever, which is what the original, like if the title were anywhere else in the soundtrack or on the track, I would guess that. I'm almost guessing that it's about her career and fears maybe because that's what long live is about. And that was, you know, the original ending to the album. So timeless as a track title gives me enchanted vibes in like, like sonically alone. I feel like it's going to sound very, very beautiful and magical, but possibly have very devastating lyrics. Yeah. There's a lot of potential here for things to get very, very bad. Well, devastating imagine ending the album though on something that just like emotionally truly guts us and then we're doing our listening party and we're like okay good thing we're starting with the vault tracks <laughs> which that's how we're doing it we're listening to better than revenge because we have to know and then we're jumping into the vaults while we're fresh and ready and then we're gonna listen to like the actual like og speak now album so we'll end on superman so that's fine <laughs> i just don't really like superman very much um So now that we've gotten past what we think the songs are going to be about, we are going to very quickly talk through our plans for the week. And again, by the time this comes out, a few of the plans will have already happened. So again, we're being a little bit braggadocious, but we just have to say it. And part of the reason we're telling you all these things is because we will be live streaming. Again, by the time this comes out, several of these live streams will have happened, but we want to loop you in. And also just for posterity's sake to kind of keep track of exactly how this week went down so that when we have Taylor Swift amnesia, we can remember that this did actually happen. And we want to like help hype you up for your own Taylor weeks. If Taylor hasn't come to your city yet, you're still waiting her to come. Like do, do the whole thing, make it a thing because it's so much more fun when you make it a massive event. Especially with the amount of money you're spending to go to the show, even if you bought it at standard price, it's mm-hmm. still pretty expensive. Make a whole event yeah. out of this. This is like a vacation. So fun. Money comes back. The age you are right now as you're listening to this won't. Yep. This era of Taylor Swift will never happen again. The era's era. <laughs> we will move on from this era. Like, you know how we have rep FOMO because we missed out on the rep era? That will never happen again. Mm-hmm. Even with rep TV, it's not going to happen again. Exactly. So make the most of it. Make the friendship bracelets. Take the moment and taste it. Tomorrow, Olivia comes in. I will be at work at my second job. So I will not see her for a little while. But we'll see each other in the evening. And what are your plans for tomorrow, Cat Cafe? Yeah, so tomorrow I land like early, like 9 a.m. And our friend Elisa is picking me up and she doesn't work. So we're going to hang out. We're going to Whiskers Cat Cafe for all of you Casey locals. And they're having a Taylor Swift friendship bracelet making event. Um, <laughs> you can't make the friendship bracelets with the cats because the cats will eat your strings and eat the beads and everything because they're dummies, you know, mm-hmm. cats. Yes. But you can reserve, like, time to hang out with the cats, which I think they're sold out as of now because it's tomorrow and there's no – there's there might have they might have some, like, walk-in availability. But on their cafe side, they're making special, like, Taylor Swift-themed, like, coffee drinks and, like, refresher drinks. And they're supplying beads for Swifties to come and make bracelets. So Lisa and I are going to go do that for a while. And it'll be super fun. And then we're probably going to meet up with Danny to do some, like – our DIY costumes because we all have some DIY projects for our outfits for Kansas City show and then I work Monday Monday's boring I work (laughs) well Monday's only boring I mean I also work Monday but Monday's only boring until the evening and where we will be driving to my 
parents' home. So we are going to do a friendship bracelet making party that we're going to be live streaming. Olivia yeah. has never seen the second half of Titanic for some reason. Yeah. So okay. No, there is a reason. Sorry, no, for there... some reason. There, there are several reasons. Tell okay. Them the reason. I, need, I need to tell you guys why I have never seen the ending of Titanic. Okay. So when I was little, which I'm a 95 baby. So when I was a, a child, we didn't have DVDs. I remember DVDs being like a revolution, you know? Same. So VHS only when I was a kid. And Titanic is such a long movie that it had to be on two VHS cassette tapes, right? And it, it was like a massive hunk of a movie. And I would watch the first, my mom liked to watch Titanic. She watched it around me. And I would watch the first half always. I'd even put in the first half. And it was happy. They're falling in love, whatever. And I just, whenever the first VHS ended, I was like, why would I finish this? Because it's going to be sad. And I've just never, ever watched the ending of Titanic. She knows how it ends because of the, you know, memes and stuff. But she's never seen also, it. it's the Titanic. <laughs> Yeah, I asked Olivia the other day. I was like, oh, my God, do you know how it ends? I'm like, of course she knows how it ends. <laughs> but in the midst like, of Like, I this- know the girl survives and the guy dies, and it's sad. Why- <laughs> do you know their names? Jack and Rose. Okay. I watched the first half. Well, I don't know. In any event, the other day, my roommate Rebecca, which you've heard on this podcast before, goes, like, do you want to watch Titanic sometime soon? And I'm like, yeah, I want to watch Titanic sometime soon. Are you kidding me? So... Because Olivia hasn't seen the second half, we're going to make our friendship bracelets while we're watching Titanic post all of the submarine stuff. May they rest in peace. Anyway, we'll be doing that and we'll be live streaming some of it until Titanic gets put put on. And then on Tuesday is the 4th of July, which almost 40% of our listenership is international, but that is the Independence Day in America. So everybody gets off work. We shoot off fireworks, eat some hot dogs. It's a great day. Yeah, my parents have a pool, so we're hanging out at the pool, drinking some margies. It'll be a great yeah. time. And who knows? Maybe I might miss you guys and hop on live and make bracelets. Who oh knows? My gosh. It's going to be a long day. Well, she's marg drunk. <laughs> yeah, so sorry for that live. That was going to be a chaotic one. I love how you're it already... probably will happen because I'm crazy. Yeah, you're already ready for it. <laughs> Are you ready for it? <laughs> Wednesday, I still have to work my day job. I don't! <laughs> And I know I forgot to ask off. What's the point of unlimited PTO if I don't actually need to do it right? But Wednesday well, night, by the time this Wednesday comes during the day, hold on, I have Wednesday plans. Oh my god, you have Wednesday plans? Jealous. Go for it. It's not crazy. <laughs> so Wednesday, my boyfriend flies in that morning. So scooping him from the airport, you know. He flies in that morning, we're gonna pick him up, and then I'm getting my nails done. Era's nails, because lovely nails in Kansas City is advertising uh, i guess it's in prairie village technically yeah. but you know whatever they're advertising era's nails so you just call them up and be like i want some era's nails and they're like okay what time do you want to come in <laughs> so i'm excited for that i was very nervous to find a nail salon that would do my nails a different color that i've never been to before because i was prepping my like regular nail girl for it like i was like is it annoying if i ask for a different color for every nail for like a set that I'm doing in July and she's like no that's not annoying at all but like I've I've been going to her for months so I'm comfortable with her so I was nervous about the era's nails yeah I was nervous too but thank goodness they advertised it yeah Wednesday night so this episode will already be out by this point so if you're listening right now it's Wednesday afternoon Wednesday evening and you do not have plans I'm giving you plans right now get your butt over to Bar K in the River Market because it's 6 30 and I highly recommend arriving at like 5 36 there will be Taylor Swift trivia. I am co-hosting that trivia with a girl that does trivia as a job. Olivia will be live streaming it. So even if you're not in the Kansas City area, pop on the live stream. Come play and- trivia with us. <laughs> yeah, play trivia with us at Bar K. We are co-sponsoring the event. So we have prizes that we're putting in. So come play trivia. We'll have and so much fun. come meet us. <laughs> yeah, come meet us. We'll have a good time. Thursday, tomorrow, at the time this comes out. Do you have Thursday day plans? We have two other friends flying in um, that morning. We have Audrey, who, if you hung out with me for the Chicago Get Ready with me, that's Audrey. She was with me there. And then we have a friend, Carlos, who's a listener. So, hey, Carlos. Hey, Carlos. <laughs> also flying in that morning. So, we're going to pick them up from the airport. But I don't think we have day plans. Say so my day plans are my nails. I'm also getting Aero's nails. And... Then we go into the evening, and 
at Rieger, which is a distillery in Kansas. They're great. I say Kansas. They're in Kansas City in Missouri, but Rieger is a great distillery, and they are having a Taylor Swift cocktail pop-up. So we plan to pop on over to that, have some cocktails, take some photos, and then we're going to Taylor Fest at Record yes, Bar. I can't wait. The tickets are sold out for Taylor Fest, but there is a wait list. So I recommend hopping on that. I've seen people who've gotten in line at Taylor Fest before. And as people leave, they'll let walk-ins in. So if you're interested, you can go hang out and see if they'll let you in. And then we're leaving early at like 1030. So you can get back to my apartment to do a Speak Now release party. And our friend Jamie is so funny. He's like, yeah, I have work the next day at 5 a.m. And I'm like, okay, well, you can still stop by. And he goes, okay, well, maybe I'll stop by for like an hour and a half or so. And I'm like, that's the whole album, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hey, babe, that's the whole album. So you're coming for the whole party, whether you like it or not. And then we'll be very sleep deprived. But the next day, that Friday, I did finally take off work. So Friday's going to be jam-packed. And we have some very exciting news. We'll we'll get there when the chronology 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 you know what i'm trying to say chronologically get there yeah thank you thank you danny thank you because i was not gonna say that word anyway (laughs) olivia's getting her hair done that morning because obviously she timed that perfectly yeah and my hair girl in kansas city is my favorite hair girl ever and every time i'm in kansas city i just have to get my hair done by her so i'm getting my hair done we should Fresh do a little hair. boost here her name is whitney boyer and she whitney works boyer. at collab in kansas yeah. city she co-owns it this is not sponsored she's we just, just amazing. love her she's great amazing. so if you are looking for a hairstylist who really really cares about the integrity of your hair always makes you look so good is an amazing person to hang out with and she just she's just amazing she's so comfortable to be around and you're in Kansas City, definitely check out Whitney Boyer. You're going to get her done. And then we are bolting because I convinced a tattoo shop. Again, we're boosting everyone that's helping Taylor Swift that week. Cherry Bomb Tattoo Co. in Lee's Summit, Missouri. It's a suburb of Kansas City. They're doing a Taylor Swift flash tattoo. And I think that's going from Wednesday to Saturday. And the only time on our schedule is Friday, early afternoon, once your hair is done. So we're going to go get flash tattoos at Cherry Bomb because obviously. Yeah. I want to get one on my ankle. Yeah. And like, I just, I don't know what I want my tattoo vibe. I literally only have two small tattoos and I do want more tattoos. I don't know what vibe I want or need in my life. So I just need it to not be somewhere random on my arm. So moving on from the tattoo conversation, we're going to talk a little bit about receiving codes and about how the tickets work for people who are trying to get tickets the week of the show. So As most of you know, regarding tickets, people get these codes, the verified fan codes way in advance, but then you also get a code, you might get a code the week of your show. And I understand before we go into this, there's so much privilege that Olivia and I are getting to go to shows at all. We prepared quite a bit for this. We tried to prepare you all for our TS Tour Tips episode. Thank you, Autumn. We understand that we have privilege in doing this. My boyfriend, Matt, was really upset that he only got to go to one show, understanding from us that after you go to one, there's a lot of interest in going again, and that that just wasn't going to be possible. We're toward the end of the tour, and just opportunities have become more limited to go again. He messages me and says, yeah, I didn't get the code. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I didn't know he did that. I didn't know he did that to you. (laughs) It's okay, babe. Oh, I was like, it's okay. It's all right. It was a long shot anyway. Not everyone's getting them. We're going Saturday night. It's totally okay. And I call him and I'm like, hey, it's okay. And he goes, yeah, yeah. How much would you have spent though? And I was like, honestly, at this point, like I was trying to explain to him because I didn't realize he was finessing me. So I was trying to explain to him exactly like how it has worked in the past. And I'm like, yeah, like you say you could throw down $800, but you might not actually get tickets for $800. That's how it's worked in the past and yada, yada. And he was like, but if I did get us tickets, would this section and these seats work? And you're like, excuse me? I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I got tickets. I was like, are you kidding? Are you, are you kidding me? Because he wanted to do a little date night. And then Rebecca <laughs> opens the door, my roommate, and I was like, Matt got his tickets to Friday night, me and him. And she goes, I also got the code and I panic bought tickets. <laughs> For her and her sister, who her sister, this is the only show she's going to. Yeah, her sister is plural. Like, they don't have tickets to other shows, so she bought them so she could take her sisters. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so nice. And then I was like, man, it's such a bummer. We can only buy two. And Rebecca's like, you could have bought four. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I grab Matthew. I run to the computer. 
I call Olivia. She doesn't answer. I'm like, whatever. I'm going to figure this out. Because I'm in Florida watching the Blue Angels practice with these like jets flying over me and people screaming, freedom. (laughs) (laughs) So Olivia calls me back and I'm like, I'm trying to get tickets. I'm trying to get panic. And I was like, no way. Shut up. Yeah. And they had. They'd been out for like an hour at this point, so most of them were gone. I was able to pluck two more, and fortunately, that will mean that Olivia gets to go with our friend Jamie, aforementioned Jamie, who this is his first and only show, and he's very recently become very into Taylor Swift. I'm so excited. I can't believe. I'm just just so grateful. So grateful, one, for my life. So grateful, two, for you. <laughs> Look it out for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course. Literally, I was like, I have to get that code because the de facto person I need, like, Olivia is going and then Matt's like well Jamie's my best friend so he's going and I'm like deal you get one I get the other even though it's your code and you're fronting the money <laughs> like, let's be real like me and Matt are also besties that's so true you guys are such drama queens together and I live for it like he'll call you to like complain about someone or like you know some dumb person on the internet that he sees and he's like we need to have a three-way call with Olivia <laughs> literally he's like add Olivia in what's she doing right now and I'm like, you have her location. You see, so and so posted this. So funny. So all of this to say, we are going on Friday night, and our friends who are not going on Friday night will be Taylor gating. I know Arrow said Arrowhead said it's not allowed. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Every stadium has said it's not allowed, so I'm interested to see how it's going to shake out. Yeah, because like I know that they crack down for every concert and everything, but every concert isn't like Taylor Swift the Arrows tour she's had 20,000 people outside of other stadiums so I'm just like it happens the way it happens and I'm just I'm very curious to see how it does happen Mm -hmm. and Arrowhead has plenty of parking spots because something very unique at Kansas City is that the Truman Sports Complex is where the Royals a baseball team play and the Chiefs the world champion football team play so I gotta say world as though there's other countries that participate in the nfl but <laughs> right but there's just so much parking so we'll see what actually ends up going down so we're doing that on friday night and then saturday we have a long day because that is when all of our friends are finally getting the chance to go we've been talking about our big group of 12 mm-hmm. for months now and it's coming to fruition so we will be live streaming which by the way we'll be live streaming surprise songs at the night before too and olivia and i will be in different locations to capture different yeah. angles and and we'll be able to hit both our instagram and our tiktok because we'll be both in the stadium so whichever social media platform that you happen to be on we will be live streaming the surprise songs mm-hmm so Saturday we'll be live streaming our get ready with me, which is going to be so chaotic and so fun with everybody that's going to be there. And it'll be early too. We're trying to get ready as early as physically possible so we can spend as much time dressed up running around as possible. So if you are bored in the morning and you don't think anyone's getting ready for the heiress tour, we are. We are. Come find us. We'll probably be on TikTok streaming that one. Yeah. I think TikTok is good to stream up until the show starts. And then it's kind of like, questionable from there but yeah because then it suppresses the audio and the streams and so yeah and then obviously that's the show and then olivia leaves on sunday morning and then our dopamine crashes exactly and then i work but the big ones for if you're in the kansas city area please come join us at barcade trivia on wednesday if you want to come to the Rieger pop-up we will be there on thursday night all this stuff can be found on facebook events mm-hmm. sound like such a boomer if when you're I say going that. to taylor fest let us know we would love mm-hmm. to hang and that's it. That's Swift Week for us. So come say hi. Come join us. Send us emails. We love getting emails from you. We need to hammer through responding to all of you, but we do read them. I'm telling you right now, if you email us, we read it. We're just usually drowning in stuff and need to respond later, but it does not go unread. We will respond like we'll eventually. Respond. Like I, yeah. I, I don't think there's many DMs that have like slid under our radar that we haven't replied to. Like we always try to reply eventually. You know what? I guess I t- learned that the song lengths for Speak Now are different. Yeah, I t- learned that too. That's what I was going to say. Oh, man. Well, then that's our default because it's really the yeah. only new thing we learned. And we, I guess we learned that we're going to the Friday night show this week. That's what you tailored. <laughs> well, I tailored. So if you do want to email us or DM us anywhere, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Podcast. Please shoot us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. We have people who tell us theories and thoughts all the time. It happened during this episode. We paused so that we could talk about an email. We literally love it. So please send yeah, us Definitely that. make sure to follow us. As Danny said, message us, talk to us. Like, we want to be buddies with you. But also, this is kind of a new thing that we've kind of 
started paying attention to, make sure you're like rating the podcast if you like it. Give us reviews on Apple Podcasts. It helps us for any future endeavors with this podcast that we may try to pursue so that we can continue keeping high quality content coming out for you guys. So those things do really, really matter. They do. Share this with your friends. The bigger the podcast gets, the more accountable like we're held to. And we can actually make it sustainable because as Olivia pointed out, we don't really make money from this podcast at this point. This is a passion project. So the more people we get passionate with us, the easier it is to feel the hype and not get burned out. Although I think this is a good time to make a mention that season two isn't totally coming near an end, but after the U.S. leg finishes, we will be taking some time off. Not like a long time. We're not going to give you like a six-month season break or something like some really big podcasts do, maybe like a month or two, and then we will circle back with some really good content for y'all. But For us to kind of like reset. <laughs> yeah, we've been going straight since January. We started recording the first week of January, and we really haven't stopped, so... Yeah. We're going to be taking a, a break, but you'll see us a lot more on TikTok because of it. Yeah. Like, we'll probably hang out with you guys more on TikTok during that time. Yeah. Because we're going to miss it. It's just a lot. We we have a lot of moving parts in our lives right now. And With that being said, don't forget to come say hi to us with all the stuff that we mentioned. I say next week, but it'll actually be this week, tonight, tomorrow, whatever. And we love y'all. Thanks for hanging out. And thanks for just listening to us talk about our Taylor Swift week. This is just fun. Yeah, we so appreciate every single one of you, and we love you so much. And thanks for making us number 15. Wild. Can't, can't Wild. believe it. I know. <laughs> All right, for this week, my name is Danny, And I'm Olivia. See you next week. See you after Speak Now. Come- Oh my God. So I'm on the Wikipedia page because I needed the track list, right? And I always use the, the Wikipedia page for the track list. And it says on June 9th, 2023, a French newspaper reported that a temporary worker from France was arrested for stealing 10 vinyl records of Speak Now Taylor's version from the warehouse and selling them. Oh my God. Well, here's the question. Did he at least get a good listen in before like... Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Two (laughs) copies of the album were sold for 25. Is that euros? Euros. Yep. 25 euros each, following which he raised the cost to 50 euros per unit. The worker who had been convicted 24 times before for theft, damage, drug trafficking, fraud, and various other offenses has been sentenced to eight months in prison. What the hell? You know what's the most shocking about all of this (laughs) is how wildly he undersold those four? Yeah, right! (laughs) Wait, there's more. The public prosecutor stated that only the eight unsold LPs were retrieved from him, while the whereabouts of the two sold copies are unknown, posing a threat of leaking online.